When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hoops fans, with the NBA playoffs winding down, the time is now to take advantage of a can't-miss offer from DraftKings Sportsbook. All new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. It is that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on the NBA with same-game parlays. You know the drill. Stack multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. They got tons of options. You can go with player points, game spread, total rebounds, total threes. You name it, DraftKings Sportsbook got it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code FORGOTTENSEASONS. Bet just $5 on any pro basketball team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code Forgotten Seasons only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Welcome back to another episode of Forgotten Seasons. Today we are continuing to roll with the next 75 talk and diving into the 2000s. As a reminder, we are naming 75 additional and underrated hoopers that we believe deserve more shine. We did the 80s with John Sally, the 90s with Penny Hardaway, and today we got the Mac, Tracy McGrady, to guide us through the 2000s. Mac joins Jamal Crawford and Steven Jackson. There is no better way to get a clear look into the 2000s than to have three iconic hoopers from the decade break it down for you. I hope you guys enjoy. Next 75 talk with T-Mac, Jamal Crawford, and Steven Jackson begins right now. Now it's time for our third edition of Showtime's Next 75. We're naming the 75 underappreciated hoopers of all time. Got to shed a light on them. Today we're going to be talking about 2000 soups, me and Stax era. Joining us today is one of the best players from our era, our brother, T-Mac, Tracy McGrady. What's up, bro? Man, it's good to be on y'all platform, bro. What's going on with y'all? Man, happy to have you on the show, man. Happy early birthday, too, dog. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting young, man. I'm getting younger. You're getting wiser, Mac. You're getting wiser. That's all that is. That, too. Well, let's get into these 2000 hoops. Me and Ma came into the league in 2000. Mac, you signed with Orlando in 2000. First thoughts of the top 75 list. What's your first thoughts? 
Um, I mean, it, you know, top seventy-five. That's <laughs> that, that's tough, bro. You know, and, and <laughs> anytime you put on a list like that with you know the the, the great players that come through our league, somebody's going to get left off. That's just what it is. You know, you're going to leave some great players off. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty fun with the list. I, I just thought some of the guys that are still playing, you know, with the exclusive of LeBron James, that's a no brainer. KD, it's a no brainer. But some of the, some of the guys that, that are still, yeah. I, I, I still think they got a little bit more time and Steph as well. Like that, those are no brainers, but it's some question marks on there that I thought, you know, some guys that didn't make it should be in there. So my question for y'all is, when you think of 2000s basketball, like what's the first thought that comes to mind, Stack and Matt? To me, I think of perimeter dominance. Like, yeah. That, that's what I think, <laughs> perimeter dominance, bro. Right. Because <laughs> the wing right. players back then, I mean, even you, you two guys, Stack, like, man, look, every night you had to – you had to put it down. You had a hell of a matchup every night, bro, on that wing. No nights off. I, I, I said that when I when I went to the East, you know, I was like, man, listen, bro. Y'all don't know what I was going through in San Antonio every night, bro. On that wing, it was a problem every night, dog. I, I tell people all the time, I said, the talent on the wing, you know, you got to think, it's, it's guards now all over the league. There's a lot of small guards, but I'm talking about Tracy, 6'9". Kobe, six seven. Just then, you can deal with guys like Bonzi Wells. You got to deal with two two hundred and fifty pound Bonzi Wells every Man, night. Ron you Artest, know Ron Artest. You know what I'm saying? Like you dealt you dealt with some some animals on that wing. But I, I'm glad I went through that era because that's what made me T Mac. That's what yeah. made me the competition and and, and being around all, all y'all and learning from all y'all. I'm competing with y'all every night. I think that's what made me, bro, because I wanted to be great. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't be no punk, bro. Back then, if you was a punk, you was getting exploited, dog. And I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. On the court, if you back down in any type of way, you getting exploited. Nowadays, you can see a guy that don't want to compete, and they'll kind of they'll kind of cover him up on the court, and they won't exploit him like we used to do. That's fact. It's crazy because you know the T-Max, you know the Kobe's, you know the AI's, you know the Paul Pierce's. But a guy like Stack or, or, or Ron Artest could get at you just as fast. So when I think of the 2000s, I think of no nights off. And you had to guard your matchup. You yeah. were what you guarded. Like you had, yeah. if you was a point guard, you had to guard a point guard. If you was a two guard, you had to guard a two. And the best guard the best every single night. So the competition level, to me, it was like a men's league. That's how I think of it. It was a men's league. And grown men was going at it every single night. And we learned to be yeah. that. So, yeah, it was absolutely unbelievable. Listen, that era, I mean, we could talk about the obvious, right? The the the, the perennial all-stars. But when you start looking at, you know, the pages to Akovich that you got to guard, like, oh, we're talking some tough matchups. And for me, you know, I was guarding power fours. I was guarding small fours. I was guarding two guards and point guards, guarding AI, guarding, you know, Baron Davis, bro. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Ray Allen. Right, right, right. <laughs> Listen, Catino Mobley. Man, come on, right. bro. <laughs> yeah, come on, bro. Hey, it was tough, bro. So question for both of you guys. T-Mac, I start with you. Who Give me three of the best one-on-one -on -one players in the 2000s. Outside of the obvious, though, Matt. Come on. We know yeah. you. We know Cole. Outside yeah, the man. obvious? Yeah. Um, I just named one, Catino Mobley. Yeah. Cat, Cat, Cat was a problem, bro. Right? I'm gonna give y'all another one that was pretty tough. Monster Mash. Ooh, <laughs> oh my Mash. Mash was so hey. 
Monster, Monster sound, yeah. Monster Mash was a problem, bro. And we talking, and, and we talking not the obvious. So I put Monster Mash in there. And thirdly, come on, I mean, you got one on one player. I ain't gonna you put you to. in there, bro, because that's what you do, though. Got uh, to appreciate it. Stack, I'll throw you in there. You, you was a tough guard. You know, you know why you was a tough guard? Because I couldn't block his shot. Because you put Man. that joint all the way behind your head and it's hey, slow Matt, as hell, Matt, bro. Wasn't he so at peace with his game? Like, Duh, like blocking this look, It's like, oh, shit. You can't do nothing about this. <laughs> go ahead and hit you, but I, it was so slow, bro. And right. you throwing that thing behind your head, you couldn't block it. <laughs> I mean, you talk, what, you average 20 in the league, right, bro? Yeah. Yeah, man. Five years, about five years. Yeah, he absolutely did. You was really tough in Charlotte. You and you and Gerald, what's 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 the buddy name? Gerald Wallace. Crash. Yeah, Gerald Wallace. Y'all, y'all was tough. They was tough. Y'all was tough I'm together gonna, in Charlotte. I'ma give you man, three. That, that's that's not like T Mac, Kobe, AI. I'm gonna give you, and not D Wade. I'm gonna give you three. I'm gonna go with Gilbert Arenas. Whew. Tough. I'm gonna go with Baron. Tough. And I'm gonna go with Steve Francis because they had one shake where a whole Tough. side was just clear for Tough. you. You had a whole side just clear for you, and you on an island. And and, and Rudy T just let them dribble. So I'm gonna go with them three. I had to guard in the 2000s. What about you, Steph? If I had to give you three, and I can't name y'all, one I'm gonna go with because he got my respect, Brandon Roy. Uh, Oof, I, yeah. I got to go, Brandon Roy. Tough. I yeah. get, man, he was a problem, dog. He gave me problems, dog. Yeah. I would have to go to Karan Butler was tough. Yeah, Karan Butler. He, he, you know, he he wasn't just a the crossover type of guy, but he was just he just can get a bucket. Yeah, and, and somebody else who who had one on one game, but it wasn't flashy. But he got twenty two thousand points, and they know I always talked about him on the show. Antoine Jameson, dog. I, I knew he was about to say that. He had he get ugly game, bro, and got it done. A bucket. Got it done. <laughs> he did. He was a bucket. But what you say, dog? But would you say he's one on one though? He oh, he was more of a garbage man, but he got buckets. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, in Golden State, he got buckets. In Golden State, they was going to him when he was in Golden State. He was getting buckets. Fifty balls. Fifty, 50 balls. Yeah. He was getting fifty, 50. balls. As a matter of fact, I think he, I think he had, I think he had fifty back to back. He did. Yeah, back he back. did. He one did. One of them against the Lakers. He did. Yeah, he got buckets, and and that's crazy because. The man got twenty two thousand points, bro. JC, yeah. you got twenty. You got twenty thousand too, don't you? They robbed me, Mac. They robbed me. They took the last two years from me. I only need four hundred eighty six points, but they got me. They got me. Oh, right there. I that's... was sick too. I was sick. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't never talked about it. I was sick. I was four hundred eighty six points away from twenty thousand. I thought you I was, was gonna hit it. They bro. got you, Ma. That... They got. They got me. You. Hey, hey, I could, I could have sat on the bench and played. Five minutes. Give me three points a game. I'm going to ease into this 20,000. Yeah. They, they got it from me. They got it from yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reaching that 20 is special, man. I didn't reach it. But you did everything else. Averaging 32, 7, and 6, and 23. But, Mac, let me ask you. <laughs> that's a whole other story. Hey, I got Mac on my wall right now. That's a whole other story. That's a whole, that's a whole, whole other story whole right now, dog. Hey, but, Mac, let me ask you this, bro, because you got so many signature moves, right? You got your hand dribble. You got the behind the back when you put it in front of their face. You got the off the backboard in the glass. Two-part question. One, what's your favorite signature move? And two, what signature moves do you like of others that's either playing now or playing in the past that you was like, oh, that's nice. I ain't did that there, one. That's nice. There is nothing greater than a hezzy pull-up, bro. Man, I stole that from you, man. Yeah. greater than a hezzy pull-up. 
everyone is using a HESI. Everybody. Right? Because it, it, it sets up other moves, right? And that's why I came up with it because you just don't know if I'm a, if, if, if I'm, you know, rocking you to sleep to cross you over or rocking you to sleep to pull up on you or rocking you to sleep or keep it in my left hand and go by you or yep. go between the left. Like you, you just don't know. I, like I created so many moves just out of the HESI. Out of that. Yep. Yeah. And then what, 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 what moves you like from other guys? Signature moves that you've seen over the years. Yeah, it is so many. Your joint that you did going between your legs, you went like you did something crazy with the Bulls one time when you coming uh, down, down yeah. here, you go behind the back. Like that's that's crazy in itself. He had he had one too where he went through the legs into a hop step. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, the one. Yeah. That was the one. He come full speed and, and the hit you. It was more like go, like kind of like bring the ball over your head or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. Hey, yeah, making up on yeah. the fly, man. I was making up on the fly out there freestyling. Yeah. Every day was Freestyle Friday for me. I was just making it up as I went. Hey, but Stack, Stack, little known story, little known story. I hit T-Mac because we was tight. We still are tight, but we was tight. And I hit him like, yo, I want to get better. You're the best. Can I come work out with you? And he was so gracious, him and his family. And they let me stay in the house and everything. And as soon as I dropped my bags, we right in the gym. And Oh, uh, excuse me, excuse me. The, the old house, not the new house. Good day, the old house. The yeah, old house. Yeah, the new one got the a court, too. The new yeah, one got okay, a court, too. Okay, okay, okay. But I saw him hang dribble, and I stole the hang dribble from him and Kobe. I saw him and Kobe do it first, no doubt about it. And I was doing it with the left hand. And when we were working out, Mac showed me how to do it with the right hand. And the thing that struck me about T-Mac is if you watch him from a distance, you'd be like, damn, man, he scores so easy. Everything's so easy. He can go to sleep and average 50 before a game. The thing about him, I didn't know is how hard he worked. This dude was working out three times a day. He's on the track at four in the morning. He's back in the gym at 10 in the morning, back in the weight room at 12, back shooting at nighttime. And you would never know that. I ain't yeah. gonna lie, Mac, and I ain't never told you this. I thought it was gonna be some easy workouts. I really did. I said, he's easy. I just wanna steal some moves from him. My man's working out so hard. I'm like, man, I'm dying over here. But I got better because <laughs> hey, of it. Hey, and I hey, appreciate look, you hey, for that. His mannerisms and the person we know and his workout does not go together, dog. At all. He cool this shit off the court, hey, but his workout man, is super intense. My man was obsessed, bro. Like, he was obsessed. And I'm like, damn, okay. That's why he's as great as he is. It wasn't just the talent. It wasn't the God-given ability. He pushed it all the way to the limit with that God-given ability. And that's why he's T-Mac. Yeah, no, that's what it was, man. It was um, for me in the off season, like it, because I never showed like how I work work out. I'm right. Y'all know me, man. I'm just laid back. I'm cool. I ain't all. I ain't all about the show. I don't care if you see. I don't care if you, if you see it or think, not. If you think I work out or not, it, that doesn't matter because that's what people were saying. Like, oh, he's lazy. He's this. Is okay. man? I, trust me. That's bro. That's what I did in the off season. How? How are you lazy? It, it, how are you lazy? You don't work hard to be able to accomplish what I accomplished in my career. What are you saying Seriously. about those? What are you saying about those that do accomplish, you know, uh, scoring titles and, and, and take their team to, to, to win championships and all these personal accolades that cats? What are you saying about them? Just because you see it, right? Because they show it to you. To me, it's, it's just a slap in the face how you spit on somebody. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you don't even know. You don't see what I do, but yet you want to put a label that I don't work hard. 
Bring your ass on over right. here. Come, come on and work out with me. You'll see. Man, it was crazy. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, Stack. I was there for a week. I cannot believe it. When when did you develop the hang dribble, though? Did you have it in high school? I say my first year with the Magic. First, okay. first year with the Magic, that's when I developed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Because right. I, I, I was always a left or right crossover type guy. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So I love to do the left or right crossover. But then I was like, oh, shit. Started trying different things out. There it was. Bang. Bring you yeah. right into my shot, and it just felt comfortable. It's like, oh, Everybody this is it. Everybody this is it. That in their game. It's actually one of the most unguardable moves ever. It makes guys unguardable. When you see yeah. when you see Kevin Durant, right? When you see Cole, you see Mac, you see myself. Kyrie's doing it. Like you, that think about. It, I'd say everybody from six eleven to seven feet down to six one is doing that move. They're putting it yeah. in their their teaching moments, right? I'm teaching kids now, and I teach them the hang dribble. So, utmost respect to you for that. The NBA playoffs are winding down, and DraftKings Sportsbook is here with a can't miss offer. All new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win, and if your pick hits, you get $150 in free bets. It is that simple. You can also win big with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money that you can win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code FORGOTTENSEASONS. Bet just $5 on any pro basketball team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code Forgotten Seasons only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, now, now let's get into this next 75 2000s list, man. Let's get up. First up, we got Ooh, your, family. Your, your family member, three-year peak, 26 points per game, six rebounds per game, four assists per game, 25K career points, 22nd all-time, 11 straight seasons, average of 20 or more, eight-time All-Star, 1998-99 Rookie of the Year, 2000 All-NBA, half-man, half-amazing, somebody who I was terrified of at night, <laughs> Vince Carter. Matt, what's it like having front-row seats to the Vince Carter show in Toronto? Man, let me tell you something, bro. He should have been in the top 75. Okay. Ain't, no, ain't no doubt about it. Both of them. Both of them, Stack. No question. My second year in the league, bro, this dude came in as a rookie. And mind you, like, I, I, I've seen this stuff in high school because I played on the junior team, Florida, and he was on the older team. So I play, I always played before him in the summertime, and I used to just sit in the stands and watch this cat. And I couldn't believe my eyes what this high school dude was doing. Like, I thought I was good, but I'm like, oh, different level. Out of the gym. It's just, a, right. it's a whole nother level. And I'm going to tell y'all what y'all probably don't know. This man broke his right wrist in the state finals, bro, and dropped 35 with the left hand. Mac, you know why that makes all you know why you know that makes I, all the sense in the world? Because now he shoots left hand threes. That's where it came from. Oh, bro. It's effortless. It, it looks just like his right. That's wow. talent. That's that sounds like top man. 75 to me. It was a highlight reel. Yeah. Every game. It was a highlight reel. I, I, I couldn't believe this man came and took the league by storm as a rookie like that. And I, you know. I'm still trying to find my way. I'm sitting back. I got front row seats, and I'm just loving every bit of it. Right. Top 75, easy. Both of y'all. 
They may be the only fam- maybe the only family members that should be in the top seventy five, Jack. <laughs> nah, nah, exactly. <laughs> Ron Artest, three year peak, eighteen points per game, five rebounds, four assists per game. 2004 Defensive Player of the Year, youngest defensive player winner since Michael Jordan in 1988. Question for the group, best defender you guys ever faced? Ron's up there. He's at the top of that yeah. list. I don't have enough information to be like, well, nah, Ron did a better job than this guy. He's on the list. I'll say no doubt. That. He's definitely on the list. He just, it's long arms, strong hands. I figured Ron out very early. Because I, I used to sit there and try to dance with him, <laughs> just play around with him. Very early. Very early. Very early. I can't play with this guy. No, you cannot. I cannot because he's not going for any of this. Any of my face, like, he, he it, it, it's like that left whatever, hand. Move, whatever move I try to put on him, he got that long, strong-ass left hand. He's just going to stick that, <laughs> like, if you try to cross over. <laughs> and then he's going to put it on He, he going to put it on you. You ain't gonna be able to move, right? Like, nah, he he was a problem. I had to figure him out early. Yeah, that's my brother, dog. He a one-time All-Star, two, 2003, 2004 All-NBA, 2010 NBA champ, 1999, 2000 All-Rookie, 2003 Defensive Player of the Year, of course, a four-time All-Defensive team. A lot of a lot of stuff during the game and, and, and being misunderstood kept him away from a lot of his accolades because yeah. Ron was definitely one of the best defenders in the league and one of the best two-way players to ever play this game. Because if, if you know any, if you know anything about Ron, I played with him, and I've seen him dominate both sides of the game against some of the top teams in the league. And everybody knows that played the game in our time, Ron was top ten player in the league the whole, the whole time when he was locked in. He was top ten player in the league. Stack, yes. if you guys go through it, y'all win a championship in Indiana. Yes, I think so. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because with, with, with Ron, if they're a seven-game series, if you're a player, you may have two in a possible efficient game. Like he, yes. He's going he's gonna to make you take 25 shots to get 25 points. Like, no doubt about like, it. He was that type of dude. Like you, you probably would have been efficient to an or in a possible in a seven game series. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Ron was definitely should have made it. Next up, we got Rasheed Wallace. His three year peak was eighteen points per game, eight rebounds per game, sixteen K career points. Four time All Star, two thousand four NBA champ, nineteen ninety five ninety six All Rookie. But none of that can sum up who Rasheed Wallace was. Talk to us, T Mac. Probably the most talented big man I've ever seen. Man, Matt, you saying something, Matt. You saying something. You saying something. Probably most talented. I I don't even know what else to add on that. Probably the most talented, skillful big man I've ever seen, bro. He had it all. He had it all. And like I was talking about Vince shooting left hand, she was the same way, bro. Mm -hmm. Same way. I, I, man, look. I used to come, like, going to Portland to show up to shoot around, and we'll come on the court, and I'll see she coming off the court. She'd have on some sweatpants and some Tims on. Yeah. And I'm looking like, this man just don't give a damn, dog. Hey, and, and Mac, Mac, to add on to what you said, my rookie year, we played Carl Malone, Chris Webber, Kevin Garnett, um, Tim Duncan, and Rasheed. 
and we we're on one of our West Coast trips. And I said, you know what? She's as talented as any of them. It was unbelievable to see him in person, to see how effortless the game was, how easy it was. He wasn't even playing for numbers, none of that. Like, he was just yeah. playing to win. And he Great was so cold. Player. Great team player. Cold. Next up, we got Chris Webber. Three-year peak, 25 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists, 17,000 career points. Five-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, 1993-94 Rookie of the Year. 1998-99 TRB champ, 1993-94 all-rookie team, and now newly crowned Hall of Famer. One of the most skilled bigs ever, fellas? Oh, without a doubt. There ain't no, there ain't yeah. no doubt about that. Can shoot, can pass in big man, very, very uh, smart basketball player. I mean, Webb had it all, too. Yeah, he did. Hey, man, to see, to see Webb has 17K, Man, that makes me feel great about my career having 13 because Webb was a problem. Oh, like, Webb was. Oh, the, oh, to see how dominant he was and how cold he was killing all of He was going against them, the top boys in the league, KG, Tim Duncan, Al Rashid, and, and still doing work. Like, like that, that, that said a lot for me about, uh, hey. a, a, about him, dog. He, he held his own in the time where the, the fourth spot was – you was in trouble every night, dog. Let me tell you something about Webb. You ever should see Webb here? Oh, my God. Like Michael no, Jordan's hands. <laughs> see, Webb might have the – what? You have it? Oh, like man, that. bro. See, Webb got the biggest hands, bro. I thought I had some big hands. Man. That's why he popped with the ball gorilla <laughs> yes, dunking sir. like that. Oh, yeah. man. He got, he got some mittens, bro. Gorilla dunking it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, next up we got – Yao Ming, as you know, your former teammate, three-year peak was 21 points per game, nine rebounds per game, two blocks, eight-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, 03 All-Rookie. I was the first person to dunk on Yao Ming in preseason when he came to the league. Yeah, that was me. I got the footage. But T-Mac, if this, <laughs> T-Mac, if this dude wouldn't have been hurt, please oh talk God. about how good he was. Championship was good. He, man. Yeah, I was highly skilled, man. 7'5". Seven, 7'5", five. Seven, five, fellas. Had left That's hand, right hand jump hook, shoot the mid range, 85%, 88% free throw shooter, can pass the ball. Like, y- y'all had, he had it all, bro, on the offensive end. It was unguardable. Dwight Howard, next up, three year peak, 20 oh, points per game, 14 rebounds per game, two and a half blocks per game, 19,000 career points and counting. Only player ever to win Defensive Player of the Year three years in a row. Eight-time All-Star, two-time block champ, eight-time All-NBA, five-time All-Defense, five-time rebounding champ, 2020 NBA champ, 2004-05 All-Rookie, three-time Defensive Player of the Year. Fellas, T-Mac, you were in Orlando. You saw this up close and personal. How good was Dwight in his prime? And shouldn't he be on the 75? Bro, that's not top 75, dog. That's that's a whole book of accolades, bro. What are we talking about? Come on, bro. They they did they, they, and then he was one of the people that I was talking about that was left off that list. That man top seventy five, bro. Stop stop yeah. with the, the personal personal attack. Personal beefs, right? You yeah, that's like, crazy. Come on, bro. For eight years, this man the most dominant big man in the game, bro. Most dominant big man in the game. And it's like, not even stop, close. Not even close. Stop playing with this man, bro. I I get, you know, all the personal I get all the, the distractions and all that stuff. When it came to basketball and the productivity, what he gave Orlando for eight solid years, that's top 75. Let's stop playing with him, bro. Come on, man. He's first ballot Hall of Famer. He should have been top 75. Mm -hmm. Like, 
Y'all giving Robin all this praise. I mean, man, come on, man. Man. Dwight they top totally, 75. They get upset. Down. I get upset over stuff like that because all that the, the politics come into play, and that's all that's bullshit. And man, one thing I hate, man. one thing I hate is they always try to bring up the end. Like, what about the what about the first 15 years this dude done gave you? You don't try to bring up the end because you got something yeah. personal with him. He's top 75 oh, easy. I, I, I have no respect for the people that left that man off the top 75. No respect. Yeah. Right. And a lot of them was players. Man, and a lot of them was players that was on that list that voted. Right. That's crazy. Crazy. Next up, uh, Agent Zero. Two-year peak, 28 points per game, six assists per game, four rebounds per game, three-time All-Star, 2002-2003, most improved, three-time All-Star. Uh, a Hibachi man, I don't like – that doesn't – uh, really say who Hibachi was, bro, because I know from playing against him and T Mag, you can you can probably can attest to us. This dude was a walking bucket. I'm talking about mm. every night, and they can say what they want, but when he was in the league, he was basically unguardable too. Yeah, it was unguardable. It was. He was quick. He was strong, and he had a ratchet. And he <laughs> shot it. He, <laughs> and he shot it from anywhere. <laughs> and if he got hot. Oh, over. Just, just pray that your coach sent a double team. Yeah, you felt like you was in an island garden, Gil. You know what I mean? Like he, like Max said, he was fast. He was strong. He could get to the basket. He was a foul magnet. He was shooting three feet behind. He's shooting game winners, turning his back, putting his hands up like he knew what time it was. Montel Jordan style, this is how we do it. He was just partying <laughs> straight like that. So to see Gil, you know, up close, he was so far ahead of his time because if he was doing what he's doing now – you could add 35, 37 to what he was doing, already 28 to 30. He was unbelievable. That's a, that, that's a fact. Gil in today's game? Oh, oh my gosh. Man, come on, bro. Oh, it, 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 it wouldn't be fair. No. He'll put up crazy numbers. Gil crazy probably numbers. Gil probably hit that 70 point mark. He, you know what? He, he's, he's, he's got every tool in the, in, the, in the arsenal to do it. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because he not only could he shoot, he know how to create fouls. Yeah, he gets yeah, yeah, foul line. Yeah, he told me one game when I was playing against him, like, "Well, every time it's the bonus, just drive. They got to foul you." I'm yep. like, "Damn, I didn't think about that. I'm trying to yep. get around him. Like, no, just run into him. They'll get you I'm like, "Oh, you, you, oh, you didn't figure it out. All right, all right, yeah. I got you." G Hill taught me that. Oh, okay, okay. G Hill. Is Next up, we got Chauncey Billups, three-year peak, seventeen points. Per game, seven assists, three rebounds, 41% from three. That's crazy. 17-year pro, just under 16,000 career points, five-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA, two-time All-Defensive player, 2004 NBA champ, 2003-2004 Finals MVP, and somebody I know that T-Mac loves because when we were at his house, I asked him about Big Shot. Tell us about Big Shot, Chauncey Billis, Matt. My brother, man, we played together in Toronto. I had wish I played with Chauncey when I was in my prime. We both was in our prime. He knows how to win. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about a having a coach on the basketball court with you, you know, helping you maneuver through challenging situations. Like Chauncey was such a cerebral basketball player and, 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 and such a great leader mm-hmm. of, of men. Of men, and yep. Everywhere he went, once he figured it out, everywhere he went, he won. Yep. Detroit, he won. Right? Uh, Denver, he won. He's just he, – he, he completely changes the complexity of, of a basketball team. I had the opportunity to play with Big Shot and just – he was a coach on the floor. He was always a coach. He was always coaching and teaching. I loved his demeanor. 
No moment was too big. He was never too high or too low. He always kept us center. I, I believe if he was healthy, we won a championship with that Clippers team because his cerebralness, mm-hmm. the respect that he, he demanded, you know, he was always himself, solid as they come, still talk to him to this day, and I'm happy to see him coaching, giving back that knowledge to the next generation. He's almost yeah. like uh, a modern-day Dame Willard with how their personalities are and how they played and how they were unflappable. So love to see those two together now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, B- Big Shot was one of them point guards that everybody in the league wanted to play with. Everybody, yeah. everybody looked up to, everybody respected. And uh, I got a chance to play with him in the big three. One of the most solid dudes. Uh, and like, like I said, every, everybody saw the leader he was, even though they wasn't on his team. You know what I'm saying? Everybody like, damn, I wish I had a point guard like that. Because that, he going to control the game. He kind of like Chris Ball. He, he going to control the game, whatever team or whatever game he playing, and he going to control the game. And that's one thing I respected about Big Shot. Here's how – I'm not even going to say good. Here's how great Chauncey is or was. Although we view him as – a solid, like a part, a point guard, a true point guard of being a facilitator, leading the team, controlling the tempo. If he needed to get 30 or 40, yeah, he, gonna he get can it. do it. He, he can do it. it. I seen it firsthand. We was beating the shit out of uh, Detroit, right? <laughs> when I was with Orlando. Got up. This is the playoff one? Yep. This is the playoff one. Yep. My man took upon himself. Nah. I've been a I've been a facilitator for these first four or five games. I need to start scoring. 40, 38, back to back. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Ooh, let's, not, let's, let, let's move on to his teammate. My classmate, uh, somebody who I've seen do work for a long time. He had a three-year peak of 20 points per game, four assists per game, four rebound. 14-year pro, just under 16K career points. Three-time All-Star, 2004 NBA champ. A lot of players talk about how he was one of the most hardest players to guard. Uh, nobody was in shape like this brother. We talking about Rip Hamilton, the mask. Mac, what you remember about matchups with the mask, Rip, Rip City? The most conditioned player on the court. Yes, sir. The man, I know he ran about eight miles, ten miles Had to. every game. Slow down, bro. Stop running off of these screens, bro. Like, <laughs> like, 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 Rip, is it worth it? Why? Is it worth it to shoot all this gas just to get two points? You know Why are you doing yeah, this, bro? Hey, bro, just, just tell them to give you the ball so you can, like, yeah, we get can, a couple we can, dribbles we can. in and ISO and I can guard you that way. Oh, don't have me running through Ben Wallace and Rasheed Wallace, bro, hey, to get you a shot off. Two like, chests. Oh, bro. You remember that play? Two chests. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Max, I was in my scout, though. I was in my scout. When I heard two chests coming down across, hey, you take Rip this time. I'm going to Tayshaun. You know, Listen, thank God for Tayshaun being right. on that team so I can guard Tayshaun. Because chasing Rip, Darryl, hey, DA, you got it, bro. You and Jock Vaughn, y'all handle that assignment, man. Y'all got on, that. Man. Man. Uh, that's, I hate that's that. Why it, that, that. That's so impressive. For a guy to move like that for 42 minutes a game. A game, right. And and think about what Steph is doing right now, right? And still have the efficiency to shoot the ball like that in the fourth quarter. Yeah, man, that's incredible. And Steph is shooting it from further, right? Right. Like Rick was running around getting tired doing it mid range. -range. Steph is doing it. Hey, get me in a condition drill. Have me do three down and backs and shoot a three. Don't be inside the backboard. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. (laughs) Next up. We got their teammate. This is going down the Pistons line. Ben Wallace, eight points per game, 14 rebounds per game, three block shots, a steal and a half a game. 
Won two players who won Defensive Player of the Year four times with Mount Matumbo. Four-time All-Star, 2001-2002 Black Champ, five-time All-NBA, four-time Defensive Player of the Year, two-time Rebounding Champ, 2004 NBA Champ, six-time All-Defensive Team, Hall of Famer out of Virginia Union, fellas who made him so good on defense. They say you can pull and plug, you know, different guys and, and the team will still go that, that, that same way. Not when Ben Wallace, bro. You took, you take Ben Wallace off that team and try to plug somebody else in. I don't give a damn who it is. It don't move. That train don't move the same way. At, at that particular time where Detroit was, you know, dominant in the Eastern Conference for what about four or five, five years, maybe even six years. I might for be sure. leaving some out, but he was such a dominant force on the defensive end, bro. He was intimidating to some people. He was intimidating. You know, although Ben's probably six 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 seven, <laughs> right? But six 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 seven, man, it, he he was a he was a great rim protector. He wasn't going to allow anything, you know, easy at the basket. He controlling the boards. He setting mean screens, and he gonna yes. protect his teammates. Ben was tough. It's only it's only one person that I really seen make Ben look like he wasn't supposed to be out there, and that was Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was giving him the blues. I'm talking about I mean, the blues. We're talking about the, the greatest blues. power forward of all time. I know, man. I, I know. Right. Hey, but hey, but hey, but, but he got. <laughs> it's going to hey, it's gonna take somebody like Tim Duncan to do that to Ben Wallace, right? Yeah, as a, yeah, as, yeah. As a big man, as a big man, if you're a guard or a perimeter player, he don't want to shoot. He gonna do all the dirty work, get all the all blocks, the rebounds, and give you the ball and set screens. Oh man, come on, we. I give you some. I give you some dough to stay with me. Like, come on, man, you gonna make Yo, me he, better. You make the team. He got a shack one on one, bro. Bro, think about it. He was a liability on the offensive end, bro. And they still it's, competed for oh, championships. He's a liability. Yeah, it's the Hall of Fame. That's crazy. Right. That That's, shows his impact. Shows his impact. Any big man that can guard Shaq one on one for a whole come series on, deserves oh, you to be in the Hall of Fame. Out. Man, you deserve it, dog. Absolutely. And win, and win. Yeah. yeah. The chip, yeah. though. Not, not, not the chip, though. Nah. Come on. And guard a Shaq straight up, pretty much. That's Ultimate Warrior, man. man come Definitely. on, man. Are we going through 75 people right now? No, nah, man. Oh, you know. This is the last one right here. This is the last one. Max, I'm having fun with y'all, man. This is the last one, Max. This is the last one. This is the last one, Max. We're going to finish up with Elton Brand. Three-year peak, 21 points per game. 10 10 rebounds per game, two blocks per game, just under 17K points. Average 18 and 9 all of his first eight seasons. Two-time All-Star, 1999-2000 All-Rookie. Rookie of the Year, 1999-2000 Rookie of the Year. And uh, All-NBA 2005-06. EB was a problem. Talk about EB right quick. EB is another cat with them big mittens, bro. Big hands. Mm -hmm. Big body, just he just knew how to play the game, man. You know what I mean? Knew how to use his body and get his shot off. Root on the boards, like he controlled the boards. Like he, long arms, like EB was a problem. Like he, he was a 20 and 10 dude. We ain't have many of those. He was, he was in that class of a 20 and 10 type guy. And he was doing as a rookie. I came into Chicago right after his rookie year. And I remember the, the marketing department had a brand of soap and it said, Elton Brand, like it looked like it was tied, and it said the brand you could depend on, twenty and ten. He was getting twenty and ten regardless. The brand Fact. you could depend on, twenty yes. and ten regardless. He was yes. putting the book before the game. Yes, so, bro. Now he absolutely was a problem. People have no idea. He became a monster as well when he went to the Clippers before injury. 
Uh, he was just a problem and somebody that's underappreciated and not talked about enough. No, nah, that's real. You go ahead. Before the game even start, go ahead and put it Don't down put it 20 in. 10 in the books. For real. Absolutely. He's that. Hey, well, that, well, that's it, man. T-Mac, man, we appreciate you for coming on, man, for uh, working with us and giving your opinion on the Forgotten 75, man. I feel like you should have been in the top 75 that I played against, not just because you're my brother, because I know what you've done for the game and what nah, you've done while nah, you was playing, dog. Nah, real shit. All his peers know he belonged in 75. Yeah, T-Max, they know that, dog. T-Mac's one of the coldest to ever touch a basketball. Like we talked about the hang dribble, something he brought to the game. It will be felt for eternity because you can't be unguardable if you don't have the hang dribble. Besides that, Mac is an artist, and we're thankful for him, bro, because he's he's something different. I don't know if he knows how cold he truly is and was, and he know, everything he's doing OBLs is just as cold. So we're excited about OBL as well, Mac. I just love the game, man. Worked my ass off and, you know, it was God-given talent. I just, you know, put the work in to enhance that. So I appreciate the compliments, fellas. You already know. Yep. And, and once again, welcome, welcome to Showtime Family Man, the OBL League. Welcome to Showtime Family Man. We looking great. We looking to be a part of it. Going to be a great weekend in New York with the OBL League and also the, the Javante Davis fight. So I'm looking forward to seeing you there, my boy. Yes, sir, man. I see y'all this weekend. Appreciate you, fellas. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, T Mac. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.